everyone. Welcome back to the show. I am here today with healer Anita Garza. She is an intuitive and Anita, I am going to let you explain how your spiritual gifts work and how you do what you do. So I call myself the improvements psychic. So I had a lot of people, obviously, you know, when I like mentioned I am a psychic, a lot of people come to me and they're like, tell me about my future. Tell me what's going to happen in my love and in my business and all that stuff. Right. And at first, when I started doing it, it sounded like, like, you know, it was fun. But then I realized that a lot of people are taking the predictions, you know, which and and either got lazy with it or didn't follow through on what they needed to do in the now in order for that potential to become their reality. So I pretty much stopped doing um stopped doing the, these these predictions online and I was just like, you know what? The only way that I'm going to read it is if you are willing to do the work to get there. So I'm not just a psychic, I'm an improvement psychic. I'm going to help you from here to there. I cannot only see the potential for your future, but I can help you get there as well. Yeah. So that's what I do. I so resonate with what you're saying. And actually, that's why I don't use the term psychic, because spirit always says that we have free will. And determining, like, based on what you are doing, if you're just going to chill on the couch and and not do your work, you are not going to manifest the future that we had discussed in our conversation because you're right, you got lazy with it. So there is kind of this, I'm seeing it within the healer community, kind of this Mm -hmm. step back from that. And I think it's with a lot of intention, right? Right. I think so too. So, Anita, there is so much going on in the world right now. I mean, starting with March and COVID-19 and now this awakening of really what is happening and what has been happening that so many people like myself have not been aware of. Talk to me about what you're seeing happening on a spiritual level within the world right now. Um, The best way that I can explain it it is like at this point, I am really grateful for this pandemic because it allowed us to slow down. And we went from being busy, busy, busy all the time and, uh, you know, not really having time to, to see these type of things to having absolutely nothing to do for like two or three months. I don't even know how long we've been at home. <laughs> you know, it's like just like just two or three months of absolutely doing nothing. And next thing, you know, it's just like, you know, it started off with this phone call from Amy Cooper in the park where it became very apparent that there was somebody using, unfortunately, her privilege to get somebody else into trouble for not getting her way. You know? What is this? I don't even know if I'm aware of this. Um, uh, Her name was Amy Cooper and it was, I think, in Central Park in New York and she was walking her dog. And it was just like right after they kind of like lifted the restrictions to do, yeah. to go outside. And um, there was this gentleman and him and his friends were, were there bird watching and, you know, and uh, their dog, her dog was off the leash. And the gentleman asked her to very nicely to, to put the dog back on the leash. And Amy wasn't having it. <laughs> like she was like no and it is her right and like she just went off and she literally just said to the guy and the guy just started recording it right there like i'm going to call 911 and i'm going to say that there's an african-american man threatening me and being a danger to me and the guy's like well you go ahead and do that and she went ahead and the guy was just standing there just holding the phone just as calm as can be and she went on called 911 Literally, like, because her, she was obviously, she was nervous holding her dog and kind of pulling him by the collar. And just like, literally, like, I'm in Central Park and there is this African American man and he is threatening me. And we are right now fighting as she was trying to hold her dog and the guy was just standing there, just filming, uh, fighting me. And he's threatening me, please come help. And I'm just like, oh my God. How crazy is that? Especially in a time where, I mean, it's not as bad as it sounds, but it's not new right. that 
police brutality against African-American uh, men in particular. It's not new. Yes, it happens against women as well, but it's not new. And then for someone to use that so intentionally, that was the first wake up call. Like that was like when people saw it, it was like, oh, wow, that is just messed up. That is completely yuck. And then George Floyd happened. And that's when people were like, it, it, it was like not only the race bubble got rocked, humanity bubble got rocked as well, where it's just like, well, even if you don't necessarily want wanting to do this about race, the simple fact of leaning on somebody's neck for 30 minutes, that in itself is like, bro, yo, chill, right? And that rocked so many people to be like, oh, wait a minute. This is a real problem. Yeah. This is a real problem. And so many hearts just got activated. And I mean, like everything in that video from the moment when he was like calling for his mom and like people trying to help and the desperation and people like yelling at the cop, like you are killing him. And, and it's just, people just got rocked so extremely bad out of months of having nothing to do to seeing what life has been for certain communities. And so I I I just look at it as like hearts just got activated. You know, that's how I I see it. I love that you say it that way. Hearts just got activated because, you know, I I'm trying just to say, call it and just be as blunt as possible, right? Because I think that that's what we have to do in order to wake up to see our egoic mind, which is Mm -hmm. so much of it is subconscious energy, Mm -hmm. subconscious thought. And it doesn't make it okay, but we have to wake up to it. And um, that heart activation is exactly what it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, fully agree with that. Well, I'm so, so sorry for the lives that have been lost. I'm so glad that we are all going through this spiritual awakening because something feels different now than Mm -hmm. every other time in the past. And I feel like so many hearts have been activated that you can't go back on that. You know, you can't just go back and close your eyes. It's here. Our, our eyes have been lifted. We've come out of this sleep. When, mm-hmm. I'm interested, though, as you're a healer, and the reason that I really connected with you, I don't know how we got connected on Facebook, but we're friends on Facebook. <laughs> and <laughs> like, oh my gosh, Reiki healer. And here she is talking about everything that is happening. And it was on a day where I had seen um, some white women coaches stick up for what was happening. And I saw other people of different varying races kind of slam them and say, Mm -hmm. you're doing it wrong or what you're saying is wrong. And immediately my egoic mind that very first day was like, oh, okay, hands up in the air. I don't know what I'm talking about. I don't know what I'm saying. So I'm just not going to speak. And I really hemmed and hawed on this all day long. And I was like, Spirit, show me what to do. Spirit, show me what to do. And I was praying Mm. all day long. And I remember flipping open Facebook and your post was the first one that came up. And what you said that day in that post was, um, please don't be afraid of what you're saying, whether or not you're going to get it right or get it wrong. Please just speak and know that spirit is with you, helping you as you speak. And I was like, Oh. <laughs> Angels have descended from heaven. <laughs> How do I connect with her? Um, and I was like, oh my gosh, that's the, the message that we all need right now because here you have a population of white people whose hearts are activated and yet we don't know what we're talking about yet. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's the thing, like... like I cannot expect from someone who has been told a completely different story to get it right from the start. You can't. Yeah. I can't. 
like I don't get it right from this. I didn't get it right from the start. We don't know what's what's how this is new to us too. <laughs> you know what I mean? This is new to us too. Like we are not used to being heard. Mm-hmm. Right? Like all the attempts that that have been tried to do this quote unquote without protest and peacefully were ignored. Right. Except in speeches at the Oscars. You know, where people were like, Whoa, you just entertain us, Colin Kaepernick calling Kaepernick at yeah. the at the NFL. Oh, he is against he's taking a knee, he must be against the flag. No, he wasn't against the flag. He was against police brutality. But it did mess with Sunday night football, mm-hmm. you know? And so every, every attempt that there was to do it peacefully was ignored. And now it got to the protest and, you know, we're being heard and we're not used to that either. <laughs> like, like we're, we're like, okay, people are actually listening. People are picking up books. People are, you know, tracing history. People are, wanting to learn and really like look within themselves and all this thing. So it's like, I'm always like, I, I made a post earlier today and I was just like, I'm loving seeing all this, you know, people doing all this work, but I'm over here. Like, I don't know what to do because well, this isn't new to me. <laughs> you know, it was like, so twiddling my dumb th- thumbs, you know, it's like, well, okay we'll just sit here and wait this out (laughs) you know (laughs) so yeah people cannot you cannot you cannot get it perfect from the start but you care Mm -hmm. you know it hurt your heart what you saw and that's where where the words have to come from you have to be okay with with not getting it right you have Mm -hmm. to be okay with with being hated for the expression of your soul for the expression of your heart and you have to be okay with maybe losing a few people. Yeah, 100%. Well, and I'm wondering, I really want to dive in deep with you here because mm-hmm. you are a Reiki master, right? Well, I do have, I do have the Reiki certification. Yep. Yeah, I call myself an energy coach. Yes, yes. So I think tapping into what you're seeing yourself when you're tapping into the other side. And I don't know about you. um, They're saying that you've had this too, but you know how when you work with person after person after person after person, and you're seeing parallels in what spirit is showing you that's coming, uh, there has been so many parallels over the last four years of this buildup of a couple different things. One is that we are not using our throat chakras enough. Uh, the angels that I work with have just been very clear that there is a huge shift coming, which is here to teach us how to use our throat chakras. Because without that, we cannot be fully who we are here. We cannot get our Mm -hmm. needs met. We cannot fulfill our soul's purpose unless we have that whole element. And that's coming in right now. The other piece is that there's a huge systematic shift. And I saw that that was going to happen within corporate America. But now I see it within every system that is. We, we're rebuilding, right? So I'm wondering how you see this on a spiritual level, everything that is happening and how it ties to us uh, collectively as the collective consciousness that is and us on an individual level. Hmm, that is a good question. I haven't been asked this question before. I think it's just really a time to you know, let go of what was Mm -hmm. and really allow for what we have forgotten to start leading us. You know, there is enough for everybody on this planet for you don't have to oppress a whole race to succeed in life. (laughs) You know what I mean? Everybody can be successful. Every, Every race can be successful we all have it in us, you know, like it's not a threat if somebody right next to me is successful and, and me being successful, it's not a threat to me. Yeah. It's not a threat. It shouldn't be a threat to anyone, you know? Mm, of course. I'm wondering too, how you see spiritual bypass, like 
what is happening with Black Lives Matter and everyone awakening to the white privilege that we have had all of these years without even realizing it. And oh, that's what I remember what I was going to say earlier, because I feel like myself and so many other people would have said a month ago, like, I'm not racist. I don't have a racist bone in my body. You know, I'm not part of the problem. The part of the problem are these people who, you know, are part of the KKK or white supremacist groups or, Mm -hmm. you know, that it's blatantly obvious. But I've seen so much that what hurts the most is actually all of us who don't want to see it. Because when Mm. we don't want to see it, when we don't want to acknowledge, you're right. Like because of the color of my skin, I have had more opportunities. And, And because of my silence, I have been perpetuating a system that suppresses a whole race of people. And I think that you know, until we start really acknowledging there can't be healing, one of the big things that has come out of this for me is seeing how spirituality bypasses certain people's hurts for the purpose of a quick, high vibrational state of being, mm-hmm. which doesn't actually fix anything at the level yes. of the individual, right? And this happens, mm-hmm. I've seen it happen with women who are raped. Um, I've seen it happen, you know, with Black Lives Matter. I can see it now where, you know, the the terms let it go or accept what is or even loving what is. Mm-hmm. I mean, it totally <laughs> passes. Even uh, a woman who is verbally abused or verbally attacked or, I mean, you can take it to as big as you want or as small as you want, there are hurts in this world. And give me your take on spiritual bypass, what it is and how it's so hurtful to black people. Well, right now, it's, it's funny. I just made, made a post about that, actually. <laughs> so I just, literally, I just made a post about that. It's like, I I think the the problem is when it comes to the spiritual uh, community is, is that, well, two things. One, people have forgotten to use it or those specific people or never learned to use it to actually help set people free in their soul. It's not just about the paycheck. It's not just about the, the, the six-figure month. That's not what it's supposed to be about. That can be an absolute side product of it. Are you saying healers? Yes. Like it can be an absolute side product of it, 100%. But, you know, I, I know a lot of um, healers of when, you know, when I did my, my free channeling, what can I do? Like the, one of the, the questions, or let's just say the, the questions that I got the least was, how can I really help someone set their soul free? The most questions I got was, what can I do to attract my ideal client? Never, I, never, I was never, actually I was never asked, well, what can I do in my service to really be of service? Now, is this you working with other coaches or other healers? Yeah. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you can see where their intent is. And so often spirit yes. says your intention is your free will energy in the direction mm-hmm. that you want it to go. And so your their intention was the money and not yes. the souls that they're yes. touching. Yes. That's what it seemed like. So it was, I always found it, it was my quote unquote job to help them bring back to the truth of their service. And that source will simply supply you with what it is that you need to sustain yourself. Right. Yeah. And, and do you find that, I don't know what you charge for your services, but I try and keep mine at a rate. You know, there's a lot of people who are charging $385, you know, $400, $350. And there's some people who charge $800. And I have never been called to do that because I want to be able to just reach everybody. 
When it comes to charging your prices, this all goes back to, well, what can you get behind? Like for me, I can't get behind $800 an hour. Like no. I'm not in a, in a mind space. I no, <laughs> Right. Like I can get behind uh, $250 an hour. I also could get behind $350 an hour. Yes, absolutely. I can also get behind, you know, because I know I would pay that. Mm-hmm. Anything that I am, I would be willing to pay for, I could get behind charging myself. Yeah. Right? Yeah. But it just has to feel good. It has mm-hmm. to feel good. It can't, it can't be like, well, you know, she's charging it, so, so I should. And, but you're feeling a knot in your stomach. And, you know, it makes you feel nervous, uncomfortable, even saying the price. Right. You know, it's like, so how much are you charging? Well, you know, just, um, well, how much are you charging? Well, you know, no, no, (laughs) you know, shouldn't feel like that. Right. So essentially everybody charge whatever they feel good with. I don't care if somebody is like, you know what? I feel like charging 20 K for this much amount of time and somebody's like, I only feel like charging 5K, somebody else, maybe even uh, way less than that. It is what it is, whatever people can get behind. Right. So I really don't quote unquote judge that at all. Well, are you feeling it? Yes. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Okay. So with, when it comes to spiritual bypassing, what were you, when you were talking before, were you saying, that you feel like people's intention is more money driven a lot of times. And that is why they're not really doing the work as healers themselves to understand how to go deeper with people so that they're not spiritual bypassing so that they're really doing the work that they need to do and not just glossing over to go to that higher vibration. Yes. So people are not willing to go down there with, with their clients or even with themselves mm-hmm. to go down there and seeing that within themselves first. They have to see it within themselves first before they can bring it even to the client. I am totally getting an aha moment here because spirit shows me all the time like thermometers and you can Mm -hmm. see, um, I call it the egoic mind, whether or not you're coming Mm -hmm. from the egoic mind or your intuition more so you're, you're coming from one or the other more. And if I have people come in who will say like, well, I've got an entity attached or I've got this and I never see it as an entity, like an outside force. There are no little devilish beings running around. It's how much you're connecting with your egoic mind. Mm -hmm. And there are some people who come in who are like 100% coming from the thought process of the egoic mind. And there's Mm. a lot of work to be done there, right? To get them to come down and come down and come down and come down. It doesn't happen overnight. There are some clients that I work with for six months a year to really Mm. make those bigger transitions. But then you have clients who come to you who have done a lot of their work. And maybe they come from the egoic mind 20%, right? And there's a huge difference in the energy of a client Mm. when they're coming to work with you. Do you find that as well? Yes, definitely. Definitely. There's like some clients there, you know, like you're saying, yeah, and um, this negative energy and that and that and that. And then there's these other clients where I'm just like, just help me get better. I know that I'm worth it. You know, I know I'm worthy. I know I deserve. Just help me get better. And then I call it like the difference, like clients that want to be safe and clients that just want to get better. They don't need saving, Yeah. you know, with the ones that come for saving. Well, first of all, they have to learn and understand you don't necessarily need saving. You just need to believe different mm-hmm. see know. different yeah see yourself different see yourself as source would see you you know like see yourself as the expression of god that you truly are yeah you know spirits kind of stepping in here and they're saying to tell everybody a lot of what that is can be summed up Spirit says a lot of times in sessions to every single person. Yes, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. You are known on the other side. 
You are mm-hmm. in heaven. Your home is in heaven. That's where you were before you came here. And to everybody listening, they always say, when it is your time, when you're old and gray and it is your time, you'll return here. Your home is mm-hmm. here. And yep. And that right there can be so healing to just see yourself. Because I know that we say a lot of times, soul first, person second. Yeah. But when you feel it, your home mm-hmm. is on the other side. You're known on the other side. Right. You're never alone. You're always connected. Source is always there. Yeah. He, you, there is no mistake in the person that you are. You are who you are meant to be. You were created this way for a reason. Your voice was created this way for a reason. You look this way for a reason. You you radiate and you express yourself the way that you do for a reason. There's nothing wrong about you. It's just what we think, you know, and that is all taught. Mm -hmm. That is all taught. Yeah. So it's you unlearning. Know, it's, it's a whole lot of unlearning right now. Like yeah. I feel like this this is space and time right now. It's just a whole lot of unlearning of what was to find what truly quote unquote should be. Yeah. How do you work with people with ancestral healing and ancestral pain? Because that pain can be passed down through the DNA, right? Lineage right. after lineage after lineage. What tools do you help to heal people's hearts when it comes to ancestral pain and trauma? So, yes, I do a lot of energetical work, but I'm a very strong believer in the power of the mind and learning how to disarm when the pain shows up, right? Like I have also found that with the healing work that I do that a lot of people simply just give too much power to, oh, so I did this healing and the energy was cleared and I never have to deal with it again. And (laughs) the simple fact of the matter is your shadow, your hurt will pop up again, right? And for that, I like to give the people uh, that I work with the tools to be able to disarm it when it shows up, right? When you start feeling, you know, like whatever the trigger was and you are doing what you're usually doing, making bad decisions, uh, following, uh, you know, uh, temptations or, you know, like these short-term highs instead of the long-term high, I like to give people to disarm that part in them that is having a tantrum and, f- and freaking out and screaming, right? I like to give them the, the, the tools to disarm their part. Mm-hmm. And really gently let them know that, hey, I hear you. I accept you. I get it that you are feeling this way. But right now you really can't, right? You, you really can't drive the ship because what comes after never really is to my benefit. You know, so I give my clients the tools to, to address that part within them, to talk with that part within them to disarm the, the, the tension that they feel in their body before they make any other step afterwards. And sounds, quote unquote, a lot maybe, but when you do it long enough after a while, it doesn't have that power over you anymore because you have addressed it often enough to eventually at some point be like, all right, part of me, I get it. You're freaking out. It's all right. It's cool. But love you. I yeah. got this. All right. Chill out. Mm-hmm. Why don't you wait over here? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. I actually had that happen yesterday. So like in the beginning of May, we found that um, this lake house that I grew up going to that my parents, grandparents owned was available on Airbnb and it was only available oh. three days over the summer. So we snagged it for those three days and we went to this lake house. And while I was there, I kept seeing signs that my dad, and I kept feeling his presence. I felt him right next to me. But there's a boat company named Harris that makes boats. And so I kept seeing Harris, 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 which was my maiden name. And I was like, Dad, that's too easy. You know, like, I know you're here, but that's (laughs) the thought runs through my head. And as this thought runs through my head, my dog Lulu just bolts out of the house and runs away. 
So we're running, we're searching for Lulu. And this woman comes up and and has her, she's out walking her dog. And she has on this t-shirt and in huge letters across the t-shirt, it says Harris. And, (laughs) And I go, Harris. And she goes, yeah, Harris Theater in Chicago. And I was like, what? Dad, like, how did you? (laughs) (laughs) Don't you love that stuff? Yeah. (laughs) Um, But I'm saying this because as we went to leave there, which like this place, and I know it's not the place, but I just felt him more so being there Mm. because my dad was always stressed with work and stressed with different things in life. But when we went to this place, he was free. And he was joy filled. And I went out on the dock and I just spent some time with him before we left yesterday. And I felt this huge amount of just heaviness and grief, you know, of um, that he's not here, you know, and I can't talk to him and I can't physically hug him and just how much I really miss him. And And I had to do that unarming, disarming for myself because I felt the weight of grief. It comes back for people. You know, you don't know when it's going to come back, but grief can come back at any point. And I just had to say, it's not going to be with you for forever. It feels horribly heavy right now. And it feels like, like you just lost him all over again but you're going to be okay. Had to talk myself Mm. through it. And I woke up today feeling a lot better, but you ever have days like that too, where you just have to do the work for yourself? Oh, for sure. 100%. Yes, totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. (laughs) There is no no, like, well, you have dealt with it and then that's it. No, this is, that's always going to be. Yeah. We grew up in a household too, where my mom would talk as if when we were adults, everything would be perfect. And Mm. I remember seeing her being like, well, your life's not perfect. But she was like, but when we get here, everything's going to be perfect. And I kept waiting for that time to come, like in my teens and in my 20s. And I find that energy so often in my clients who come in who want the savior that Mm. want to be saved that want just like the quick fix. They don't want to put the work into it. They just want the magic pill. And there is no magic pill. Nope. Nope. You're going to have to go through that dark side of your soul. You're going to have to learn to work with it. You're going to have to learn to live with it. You're going to have to learn to understand it. You have to learn to not quote unquote wanting it to shut up because it hurts and, and feels uncomfortable. Yeah. And that's pretty much what it comes down to. It's like, because this hurt, that quote-unquote shadow, it it feels horrible having to deal with it. It feels absolutely horrible. There is absolutely nothing nice about it. But when you learn to understand it, when you learn to meet yourself there, that's powerful. Yeah. When you can alchemize it and turn it into something so just powerful, <laughs> you know? It's like, it's like true peace and true serenity, knowing that it's never going to be perfect, that there's always going to be challenges or that Mm. you're going to have those days where you feel down, but true, total trust and 100% faith and feeling the opposites, right? Because they do such a great job of this in Eastern culture, but not Western culture of two opposing things can be true Mm. at the same time. Mm. So I could feel my dad's presence on the pier yesterday. I could feel lifted. I could feel supported, but at the same time, be at my lowest low of just grief. This and. This and. You know, and I've heard that a lot too. I'm so glad that like the black women that I have been following who are educators and advocates, they have been saying that over and over and over again over the last week. And I see it in their posts. Yes, this is true. And this is true at the same time. Mm. Two opposing truths at the same time. Yes. 
So touched something in me. That's true. Yeah. So honoring and validating ourselves that we can have all of these different feelings and emotions and they're all truth within us at the same time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I'm wondering, you know, as a black woman yourself, as a spiritual leader, where have, have you dealt with racism yourself? Have you seen it in the spiritual community? How, how can the spiritual community change to help, black women and men more i haven't in the spiritual community per se at least not the way that not not really i don't think in in the sense of like somebody saying something to me verbally but then i'm not in people's minds i don't know what they are quote unquote thinking about me and um a lot in the spiritual community is you know trying to 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 soften the blow <laughs> you know <laughs> trying to like not like that you don't find like there's a very thin line and that i have to say too is like there's a very thin line between keeping it real and being mean you know <laughs> it's like there's a very thin line but a lot of people have not found even their being that straightforward yet they haven't found that yet people are still working too much on trying to sound a certain way Mm-hmm. to think that they have to be accepted. So I have not, out of that reason, I believe, I have not received it that way in the spiritual community as I would have or did, because it hasn't happened in a long time, yeah. um, out in public. Do you think spiritual leaders just need to be more blunt with what they're saying and just... Mm, no, not even necessarily be more blunt, but really allow for themselves to to be honest about what it is that they are feeling within themselves you know like really allowing for themselves to 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 lean into the discomfort mm-hmm. of what it is causing within themselves and again i made a post about that like if you have uh you know any any clients any clients that that are black that you want to work with be aware that that they will talk about stuff that might trigger something within you. And if you're not willing to get that uncomfortable yeah. and quote unquote, talk it out, like, like trying to save it and be like, well, you know, like, this is feeling uncomfortable within me. Now I have to let her know that, you know, well, if you think different thoughts and you're not available to it, uh, right? Like if you're not able to, to hold that space for someone yeah. and hold your trigger in the same time and not make it about you, uh, don't I take think- on back. Yes. Yes. Don't take on black clients. Like that is going to be a thing right now. It simply is going to be a thing. Yeah. I hear you. What would you like to see happen next in the perfect world? You talked to. Oh my God. A whole lot of compassion for everybody. Like everybody showing compassion to anybody because this is new for, for white people too. Mm -hmm. This is new. Like, yeah, hearts have been activated, but your world has been rocked too. Yeah. You know, like learning, like so many historical facts are starting to come up where I'm just like, this cannot be easy for anyone to hear and to recognize that pretty much the history has been so rigged to look a certain way to make it look like, you know, we're coming out on top. Like one example, for example. One example, for example, um, like one of the hysterical facts, historical facts where I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know this. It's like Central Park, for example, used to be black owned land. It was a small community of three to 400 black uh, landowners and business owners to have like three churches. I forgot the name of the community. They had three churches and a bang and the economy was flourishing. And the white people were like, well, that can't be, they can't be doing better than us. And they burned it down and put Central Park there instead. Wow. You won't find that in the history books. It was erased? It was erased. Tell me more. Well, <laughs> you know, then yeah. there was another community same um, called Roswell. Same thing. They started building up. White people didn't like it. Wow. Burned it down. Another one was, it was a gentleman from 
like sending a letter to the British Parliament uh, saying like when he went to Africa and he saw like that they, they were rich in, 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 in the country, there wasn't a bagger, like everybody had enough of everything and that the only way to, to get them to submit is to hit them where it hurts, which is in their spirituality, to make it seem like that their spirituality pretty much and their beliefs is crap, that they have to adapt to the Western wor uh, world's spirituality and break their back that way. It's a document. There is a document. Someone came up with that. Wow. And it's all these things that are like starting to come out and that cannot be easy. That cannot be easy to well, learn about. Yeah, just watching the the um, movie Just Mercy last week. And as we're recording this, it's June 12th. To be a 38-year-old white woman and just for the first time have the thought that white men have been throwing black men under the bus for all of these years and and framing them for crimes that they did not commit to cover up a lot of times their friends mishaps and crimes i just there was so much grief that i went through right. of right. just how can i have thought that i was this good non-racist person and not have seen all of this well this is where i need you to meet yourself with compassion because you didn't see it mm -hmm. it was designed this way mm -hmm. you know it's like people saying the system is broken no the system is doing what it's supposed to do yeah i think Just it was you it. online and lee cordell who said you have to give yourself self-care. Like you yes. have to take a break. You have to, you know, be in it for the long haul. It's not a sprint. It's a marathon. And that means still taking care of yourself. Because I think there was one week that I went a whole seven days without showering. And like, <laughs> just because I was trying to. Just to understand. It's like, it's like finding out that favorite family member did something wrong like yeah. you know fraud or like you know it's like you bankrupt or something it, it's that big of a culture shock to you in your system it, you're like whoa whoa wait a minute wait a minute what do you mean the jails have to be full and people are just being being arrested just so the jails are full so that the private contractors are hitting their their year-end quota of having so many people in jails because these jails have to be full and that that is that pressure is being put onto the policemen to make sure that they are having a certain amount of arrests whether or not if people have done wrong or not like it's a shock it's a shock for you guys yeah you know it, it is a big so this is where like a whole lot of compassion for everyone a whole lot of compassion for self I don't give anyone, my clients or not my clients in my social media, you know, when they reach out, like, I, I had no idea. It's okay. Show yourself compassion. I give nobody a hard time over that because it's designed this way. It was designed this way for you not to see it. And you weren't supposed to see it, but we were home. And now you saw it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And now we can do better and now we can continue to yes. and continue to grow and to learn. I so appreciate your kind heart and just your gentleness with the soul because I it so comes through and I am not good at social media at all, but you're a beautiful writer on there. Like Thank you. as soon as I start reading your posts, I am just sucked in and just like you have my full attention and Aww. I feel healing energy that moves through the words that you write. Like I can tell that you're so in alignment. You're so tapped into the other side. You can feel that very high vibration just by simply reading your words. Thank you. Well, the thing is this, like I look at it like this. The last thing 
anyone's soul needs is to get yelled at. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> Nobody needs to get yelled at. But have, you know, show understanding, show the compassion, show that, like, I'm not your enemy. I'm here to help you understand why. I'm here to help you because help you help you understand why because we need you in your power too yeah we need you in your power we can't have you you know doing things out of guilt but because you want it different it's a completely different fire that comes from within your soul you know i want it different versus i feel guilty the energy is different yeah and so i feel very called to help people to tap into that fire and speak from there how do they do that? How do they tap into that fire more and speak from it? Listen to their heart and accepting everything that comes up. If you don't, like, a lot of people ask me, like, I don't know what to do. Well, first start off by caring. Yeah. That means a lot. And then don't act like you know what to do. Just be honest about it. Mm-hmm. It's like, I have no idea how the change is going to look like, but... I know that what is can't be any longer and I want it different and I'm staying open, you know, ask, ask God, ask source, ask the universe to show you the next step on what it is that you can do. The source will always show up to help you with that. Mm-hmm. Always will. You know what I think is so funny is that the unfolding process and the shadow work and and really taking that time to look in the mirror, we think it's going to happen overnight, right? Mm, yeah. That, like it's just the change is just going to magically happen. And it takes years. This is going to take a minute. Like buckle up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like buckle up. It's going to take a minute. Like it's not, it's not going to be open over just, just tomorrow. Right. Like there's going to, they, they, now we have the outrage. Now we have the, you know, looking with ourselves and now it, it, these layers and layers and layers. It's like the inner work. It's just now that it's on the outside and we see it everywhere. You know, it's like, so now the communities in itself, they have to, to, find a way, you know, like they have to, to get them stronger, to get their beliefs up, to get, uh, you know, the opportunities. And uh, there's going to be a lot of dismantling yeah, to do within the communities as well, because they got beaten up for a while. A long time. And I think you hit the nail on the head too, when you said on the individual level, it's like a shedding of the skin, right? And mm-hmm. I I felt that when we first went through COVID-19 in March, this shedding of, wow, you know, like I really need to shift things around so that my time is different so that I can be this for my daughter so that I could be this for my husband so I can show up for myself so that I have the time and the energy that I need. And I totally kind of shed a layer there and I see that shedding of the layer here and and what Spirit was saying as you were talking is, it's a whole new us. Yes. A whole new yes. us. Mm. And it's beautiful. I felt that. Yeah. Shedding of mm. the old self, stepping up into the new self. Yeah. And, and as I'm saying this, they're taking me deeper because I think that there has been a lot of pushback in the spiritual community about this bypass thing because we're saying, well, you're tapping into the highest vibration that is, right? You're tapping into love. You're tapping into joy and bliss and ecstasy and all of these amazing high vibrations. But what I have felt as truth is that as we do the shadow work, as we look in the mirror, as we make the changes on the individual level within our lives that we need to make, wow, you do step up and you're in an even higher vibration than you thought was that high vibration before. You are taking Mm -hmm. up. Yeah, it's like, to me, it's like, I don't know, the things that I worried or thought about two months ago, I'm just like, wow, yeah, no. (laughs) It was like, (laughs) dude, (laughs) wow, you thought that was a problem. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I was like, you have grown up, girl. <laughs> oh, I was like, 
yeah. grown up in our spirituality. And I think that is one thing that you're going to be seeing unfolding a lot in the spiritual community. You will see who has grown up, who's growing up with this and who not. There a fear for a few people they they're going to learn a hard lesson. Yeah. About superficial learning and actually helping people becoming that new that soul that expression of soul. Like there won't be much yeah and there won't be much more of like I call it a uh, shiny object cha- uh, chasing you know it's okay, like oh like yeah, shiny object chase, uh, chasing, you know, it's like, oh, you know, I had this much figure month and da 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 da. And I don't think there's going to be great. I mean, it's going to gonna be around, but I think people's, people are starting, and I noticed that, like, people are starting to crave deeper. Yeah. They're like, I don't know what, but it's just different. And uh, a lot of people are like, my copy, like, it doesn't feel right anymore. The post, it doesn't feel right anymore. You know, and like everything, like, starting to unfollow people because it just doesn't feel right anymore. Yeah. Because it's you know changing. It feel right. Yeah, you know, because I know that you're right in here with me, like on uh, Instagram and Facebook. I, I am so bad at social media. If people wonder why I'm not on there more, it's because I don't know how to do this. So, <laughs> um, you know what does not resonate with me anymore, though, is all of these pictures that we take beforehand. Like we're supposed to look perfect all yeah, the time. No, That's not no. real. People go in and they do photo shoots like I did yes. in a studio. And then you have 500 pictures to use at various times. You're right. The copy doesn't feel right anymore. The old copy, the old photo systems of everything has to look the same doesn't resonate anymore. It's just like it has to be in the moment. We have to feel it and share it as we're going. Exactly. So that's exactly what I like. I felt really called to do this like for the last six months. I was just like, you know what? Selfies are it. And the way I look in the moment, that is it. Like, I'm just, like, I'm not going to, well, oh, I want to make a post. Mm, Got to, you know, put a different shirt on first or whatever. If I'm <laughs> laying in between my kids, I'm laying in between my kids. Yeah. You know, it's like you might see mo- most of my face. Maybe you don't. It's fine. It's okay. But the energy just doesn't lie in that moment. You mm-hmm. feel the energy through my pictures. You really do. You do. And that is what people have to understand. It's like, like I have this, this I, and I'm sharing this for the first time. When I look like at my newsfeed or something like that, it's like fake, 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 insecure, fake, doesn't believe it. And then ever so often it's like this person, yes. And that is the person that I choose to work with, mm-hmm. you know? So, and there's so much you can get out of a text alone. Mm-hmm. And knowing this, there is no way in hell that I am going to put anything fake out there. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I don't mean it, I don't post it. Simple and easy as that. <laughs> yeah. I love that. That so feels right. It so resonates. And you know it. It, spirits tying this into is that I've seen it time and time again as a healer. And I've said it here on the podcast that spirit takes those who do healing work like we do through energy systems, just one or two steps ahead of everybody else so that we know how it feels like. to navigate it and what the cr- breadcrumb trail is to healing exactly because if we mm-hmm. we don't feel it ourselves we don't know how to lead other people through it exactly yes yes yeah and this is completely new territory for me because i have never been through this but i so appreciate you saying that it's new territory for you too because you're not used to people listening but i'm so yeah. glad that people are listening now oh yeah i am so glad oh I woke up this morning and I said, I was like, you know, I used to wonder what it would feel like, like what it felt for the historical people, like in the history 
historical figures, like when change was happening, I wonder what that, like, I always like was reading the, the history books and like, I wonder what they thought. I wonder what they thought. And this morning I'm waking up and I'm like, I know what, it, what they are thinking. I'm going through it. Yeah. I'm going through it. Like, it's just so different. And I'm so glad that it is on such a big, humongous level. It's like, yeah, it's, I don't know what I need. Like now people are reaching out. It's so, it's so sweet. It's so sweet. When they're reaching, I was like, hey, I thought about you. What do you need? And I'm like, I have no clue. This is new for me too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I don't know what I need. Like I'm not used to it, but you know, let me figure it out. <laughs> if I need anything, I, I know you're there, you know, but I'm, I'm glad to be in this place and not in the place of where I was before of having to fight myself first back out of the grief to then act like going back to normal. Yeah. There is After no the voices more- were silent. There is no more back to that normal. No, no. There's a whole new normal that we create for ourselves moving mm-hmm. forward. And honestly, with all this, like, <clears throat> I do have to say this, like what I really want for people to understand and hear is we don't necessarily have a problem with the police. Mm. We don't want, like, if you, if you look at the protesting, like people are starting to protect their cities. They have started to protect their cities. They are working with the police to keep the city safe. They're working with the police to keep people, uh, unfortunately groups that are coming in from the outside from smashing the windows and uh, you know, um, messing with people's livelihood. That's not what it's about. That's not what it's about. And me personally, I would love to see, some of the pressure being taken off of the police, people starting to respect the police, right? Like, yeah, they, they have to do their part in it too, 100%. But I, ha- I personally, I have so many cop friends. They are so good in heart and yeah. they are believers, you know? And I even had a few that, that tried to go against the system and not, you know, but it, nobody heard them. And now you even see it more and more cops coming forward and speaking and talking because also they are being heard. Like, you know, it's like, so some so some compassion towards them as well. Yes, they're absolutely bad apples, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I believe that that will be weeded out. I 100% believe so. But we do also have to take care of our good cops. We do have to take care of them. We have to give them that space, space, right? And, and they need a lot more emotional support, I believe, to deal with the pressures of being a cop. Because unfortunately, they are always in a space of danger. Right. They are. They're, it's not like... Which you know. let, let's let's break that down and let's tell people what that actually is because you and I know the energy of the different chakras and when mm-hmm. you get down to the root chakra energy it's survival fear and that's a different right. layer a different level of fear right. that we have in our typical day to day. So I've been doing this work since about 2015 and um, most people like. of people that I would work on before COVID-19 didn't have any root chakra activation, didn't have to do a lot of work on the root chakra because their safety and security needs were met where we are as a society. Since COVID-19, and that is the first thing that brought it out, there has been so much flare of, you know, if you lose somebody and you're in grief, you have root chakra activation. If you lose a job and you don't have financial security or your husband loses a job, mm. you are sent right into that, mm. oh my God, root chakra activation. When people were worried about really getting sick, root chakra to activation. Having to take care of the families. Not having a paycheck. Yes. And and we can live in that for so long and survive. But you're right. Police, people who are in the military, who are living in it every day, ongoing, mm-hmm. that's an extreme energy to be in all the time. And it, yeah. it doesn't just go away 
it doesn't get normalized for them. It's Mm. always a hard energy for them to have to work through as well. Yes. And they need that help. Yeah, 100%. So what, what can everybody listening, I feel like there's some messages that you have for everybody who's listening. So if you want to take a moment, um, we can edit out like any silent clips here, but anything that you have just to be channeled through as messages to our listeners. All that I keep feeling is just love, compassion, and understanding to the outside and to the inside. Yeah. I love that. Anita Garza, thank you so much for being on the show. Thanks so much for Um, having me. Please tell me and and tell our listeners where they can go to find more of you on your website, social media platforms, because I would love for them to be able to connect with that beautiful healing energy that you're just always radiating. So I think the the easiest way, honestly, is to, to find me on Facebook. Anita Garza. I don't look like Anita Garza. <laughs> you, know, you know, I'm black. I'm not Hispanic. <laughs> so um, Anita Garza on, on Facebook or the, the Soul Impactor on, on Instagram. Perfect. Perfect. Thank you so much for your time today. Open invitation. Anytime you want to come on the show and talk, Aww, I'd love to have you thank back. Thank you. No, this was so much fun. Like I'm, I just enjoyed the conversation. Just, just rolling with it and going with it, non-scripted. Like this was just, I love it. Yay! Oh, that's what I love too. Spirit always brings through what we need in the moment. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. Will you take care of yourself and please keep in touch with me? Okay. Will do. Same goes for you. Okay, that's good. <laughs> Okay, bye. Bye.